Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. Today, we're going to talk about the needy cats, the Velcro kitties. But before we jump in, I want to welcome to the show my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my beautiful love. And hello to all of you out there in that big cat world. Wow. So another great episode we have started today. Needy cats. How does needy manifest in a cat behavior? Well, let's talk about it in terms of a person first. So in a person, (laughs) if I said you were a needy person, it would imply that you have what's called an anxious attachment style. And that means that you externalize your needs more and might in fact have more needs than other people. And those kind of people can also have low self-esteem and be craving like frequent validation, right? They they want to be close to others, but they're afraid people don't want to be with them. They do tend to be codependent and they might have difficulty setting boundaries and they definitely have a fear of abandonment. Wow. So how do we translate that into a needy cat? <laughs> right. So... Typically, when someone tells me they have a needy cat, what they're referring to is a cat that follows them around everywhere, might be rubbing up against them constantly and doesn't want to be alone, you know, sits on you or whatever you're using all the time, like your keyboard, you know, Velcro kitties, we call them. And similar to people, you know, they don't like to be left alone. And they're often described as clingy, and they need constant reassurance that they're loved. So they're very kind of similar to people. And, you know, sometimes cats are very vocal and consistently trying to get your attention. You know, they're they're distracting and demanding when you're focused on something other than them. So they can be really hard to be around. And a lot of times when you're not there... They may stop eating or drinking, you know, separation anxiety type things. Do you think, do you think our cat Pico is needy? You know, sometimes I believe he does when you leave. I mean, he's more bonded to you than he is me. So when you go out the door, you go run errands or something, or you're outside in the garage, he starts meowing and he's not just laying around. He comes in here and he rubbing on me and he's getting up on my keyboard and you know when when you're around he's not really that way to me he's probably more that way to you and so yeah i think uh when we're not together even i mean you've seen him kind of corral us uh into one room or something yeah yeah here when we're all together for sure. So I guess if you call that needy, then yes, I think he's kind of got some neediness going on. But what causes neediness in a cat? 
Well, I think, well, before I answer that, I mean, comment about our Pico. Um, I think, I don't, I don't know that I would describe him as needy. He's not in need of constant attention. If he wants something, like this morning, he was trying to tell me that there's something wrong with that chicken raw food and he really didn't want to eat it. And yet he was hungry and yeah. was really, you know, doing needy cat behaviors to try to get me to fix the situation, which, of course, I did. And then he calmed down and, and was a lot less needy. I think, you know, he does like to be with us and he does like us to be together. He, he's like a cattle dog. He'll come get me and rub on me and meow at me and like, and then start trotting off and turn around and look and come back and rub some more like, follow me, follow me. And I'll get up and follow him and he'll take me to you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yes, I, I see your daddy. I love your daddy. And he really likes it when we're together. And I know he doesn't like it when we're not here. He's he's very much. But I, I really wouldn't describe him as a, as a needy cat. But there are several reasons that cats become needy. I mean, sometimes it's as a result of some trauma or stress event that happens in their lives, either very early in life as a kitten, or it can also happen, you know, something can happen to them as they're an adult and it absolutely can change their personality from, from then on out. It can also be if they've been weaned too early or if they've been abandoned, you know, that, that can also cause it. It might look like the cat trusts you, but not other people, it really, they have a, a lack of confidence. I mean, that's that's at the core of needy behavior, I think, in, in both people and cats, but the lack of confidence and change and uncertainty in the environment can cause it. And that would be things like, you know, moving to a new place, new people in your life, boredom can cause it. And they can also be reflecting your emotions. If you're you know, if you're sick or hurt or sad or something like that, cats are extremely sensitive. And so if we're not feeling right, that can trigger some needy, you know, behaviors in them as well. Those things sound just like inherent behavior. Are there things you can do to make them less needy? Or is that just part of their personality you have to learn to deal with? Well, I, I do think there are some things that we can do to, to help modify that behavior. First, make sure your cat is getting enough attention, right? You know, cats often get adopted because people think that they're a, a low-maintenance pet, but but they are social creatures, and, and they do have relationship needs. So do spend time with your cat. Don't expect him or her to live socially alone, you know, that that's, that's not possible. They, they've got to have a relationship with you and you have to be paying attention to that relationship. That relationship needs tending just like all the other relationships you have in your life. You know, make sure that the cat has good nutrition because sometimes poor nutrition can lead to behaviors. I mean, you know, like I said, Pico gets hungry. So if they're hungry or they're not getting what they need nutritionally, they can start acting real needy. 
And I'd say if the needy behavior started suddenly, you know, definitely look at maybe going to the vet and seeing if there's any underlying medical issues. Because if the cat's in pain or starts developing arthritis or something like that, that can make them kind of, you know, do some of those needy type behaviors. But there's there's lots of things you can do. Um, first of all, in a cat like this, make sure that that the cat has really good places to hide, safe beds, high spots where they can get up and away from everything in the house, you know, help them to feel more confident also. And a confident cat, you know, because we're dealing with lack of confidence. So how do we build confidence in a cat? We make that cat think it's in control. Control is key for a cat to be thriving in his environment. And how do we make a cat feel in control? Well, the first thing we have to do is establish routine. Things have to happen at the same thing and time and day and be very, very predictable. If a cat's environment is predictable, then he feels like he's in control. And when they feel in control, it builds confidence. Another thing that that they makes them feel like they're in control is clicker training because cat you know dogs will do clicker training because they want to please you but a cat does it because he thinks he's controlling you he's like oh my gosh i learned how to do this thing that makes her dispense treats it's really cool watch this fluffy i'm gonna come over here and i'm gonna sit up look i got a treat you know and so that really makes them feel in control and then in addition to finding ways to increase their confidence, I think we've also got to encourage their independence. So, you know, leave on cat TV, go to YouTube and look at cat TV and there's, you know, little birds chirping and squirrels and stuff like that. And let them do that by themselves, watch TV activities that they can do alone. Lots of, you know, fresh catnip scented toys treat puzzles. You know, Vitacraft is making a really cool puzzler now. It's a, a little pink. It's very cute. It's it's a pink that's Vitacraft's color. And it comes with treats in it. And you put it in there and the cat's got to learn to scoop it out. And the cat really wants those treats bad. So it's learning a new behavior. And that's not something that involves you. You know, the cat can do it on their own. And then when they've done it, they have a sense of accomplishment. And and they, you know, that makes them feel more confident. So definitely treat puzzles. Um, and I think we have those actually on our on our store. Um, but like mazes, build them boxes and hide treats and box mazes and climbing activities. We just did a webinar, in fact, this last week on on cat enrichment. So go out to our YouTube channel and look at our webinar playlist and look for enrichment. There's tons of ideas there that will really help. But, you know, when I say encourage independence, don't think that you're off the hook, right? You still have to be responsible for your cat not being bored. So the cat still needs interactive time with you. Do treat toss, do prey play. Because when they when you pray play with the wand toy and you let them catch it, and that's a very important part of playing with the wand toy, when they've caught it, that also gives them that sense of accomplishment. You know, take them on walks. That that gives satisfies some curiosity. As long as your cat isn't super super insecure and scared to leave the house, a lot of them like walks. But 
another thing to remember is don't give in and reinforce that needy behavior. I see this a lot in, in behavior cases, right? If the cat is sitting there clawing at your leg and you stop what you're doing and you pick it up and you put it on your lap, well, that becomes learned behavior. And the cat knows I'm going to come over and scratch on her leg and I'm going to get her to pick me up and put me in her lap. So be careful what you respond to that you're not developing learned behaviors that you don't want to see more of. A lot of that sounds like tough love. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it it does. But, you know, you don't want to be constantly ignoring them, obviously. I, I think what I was laying out there was a balance of finding things they can do on their own, you know, to encourage independence and then spending time interacting with them, making sure that they're getting enough attention, making sure that they have a, a very good environmental enrichment, and then, you know, being careful not to reinforce those annoying behaviors that, that makes you call them needy in the first place. I mean, but it's also important to go slow and be very gradual about them feeling their independence. Don't, don't like throw all this stuff at them tomorrow because sudden change can actually increase that insecurity and neediness and start, you know, causing more issues and consistency, as we talked about earlier, you know, consistency and routine and all things is very, very, very important, but also how you attempt to modify the cat's behavior is, is crucial. You know, cats can become very confused and insecure if one member of the family thinks it's okay to get on the bed and another doesn't. You know, you've got to have consistency in, in rules and the way the cat is treated within your home, within your own family members. You know, it's also strange that lack of confidence produces a needy cat. You know, I think an insecure cat would hide all the time. You know, some do. And and others who are more trusting of humans become Velcro kitties. You know, it's territorial security is is very important. When a cat doesn't feel secure in its territory, it's like, you know, it's liable to be hiding all the time. So you've also got to make sure that you know, there's enough resources for all the cats and that there's choices. They've got to have, you know, multiple places to hide and sleep and scratch and things like that because territorial insecurity can can really produce some needy behaviors as well. What about getting another cat they can be buddies with? Yay! Well, that might work, but it might also go terribly wrong, you know, if if you have a cat that hasn't been exposed to adult cats at its early developmental period or you don't do the introduction process right, the last thing you want is a house of two cats that are fighting all the time. You know, you, you thought the needy behavior was bad, but Sometimes, yeah, sometimes if you if you can find another cat your cat tolerates and that and you do it right, you know, them having somebody else to rely on for some of that, you know, um, 
what am I trying to say? Some of that, that emotional interaction might be a good thing and that might actually help. So what about medications? Would those work? I definitely say give calming treats a try. You know, even maybe the CBD ones, find some of the CBD treats that have a little higher level of CBD in them. Those definitely. And then, you know, from a prescription standpoint, you get with your vet and talk to your vet. But and sometimes they'll prescribe gabapentin or fluoxetine. But, you know, before you go down that Prozac route, I, I recommend trying to deal with it through some of these ways we've talked about and, you know, use prescription drugs as a last resort because there's a lot we talked about today. And I think, you know, you can't be the person that just wants to fix everything with a pill, especially when you're trying to pill a cat. We all know that's not easy. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I would I would try to build confidence and sense of control in these cats and make sure their environment is plentiful and, and enriched before I reached out and, and tried the d- drug area. Wow, that has been amazing to hear you talk about all of this stuff, Molly. It's just amazing how you can be that smart in this world of cats. And I'm sure all the listeners are grateful to listen to all of the great information that you put out there. So I'd like to invite our listeners to email any topic ideas or questions that you might have to Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, at cattalkradio.com. Yeah, and I, you know, I just hope our listeners, you know, if you pick up one tip or or hint, or give you a new idea, maybe something you can do for your cat, or think about your cat's behavior in a different way, then, you know, that's what we're here to do. There's also uh, another way you can get in touch with us now. We've put a new app on our website. If you go to cattalkradio.com, there's actually a voice app there. So you can click on that, record us a message, and it'll come to us by email. And uh, we're collecting those and, you know, we'll maybe do listener questions uh, in the future. So that's a cool way for you to submit your question in your own voice. And you can help us in a lot of ways. You can go to our store, which is called the Behavior Boutique on catbehaviorsolutions.org and buy some new stuff for your cat because all of those proceeds go to the nonprofit. It is a nonprofit and it is also all volunteer based. We don't get salaries, believe it or not. That's why this isn't a higher quality show. <laughs> and it's not better I think it's a quality show. <laughs> oh, good, honey. I hope you listen often. <laughs> I'll listen often, yes. We we just we we're dedicated to to doing this. Gosh, this is our two hundred and uh 228th episode can you believe it wow that's a lot wow i know we're thankfully um dewey and i are just passionate about doing this so that you know you can maybe learn how to take better care of your cat and learn some new ways to increase the bond between you and your cat and we're gonna do it as long as shelter Shelter euthanasia euthanasia is the number number one one cause of death death in cats So until next time, thanks for tuning in with us today. Keep calm and purr on. Yay. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. 
In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.